You are now listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Gil Finley. I'm your host of the Clear Perspective Podcast. Man, am I so glad that you chose to join me today for today's discussion. First off and foremost, I want to say thank you for all of those who've been sharing, all of those who've been uh, subscribing, uh, all those who have sent encouraging texts, um, calls, the Facebook posts, the social media posts on Instagram, Twitter, and all the other platforms. I want to say thank you so much. I am so honored and grateful that you have taken this journey with me uh, in a new season of my life, and I pray that what's been said throughout this season of this podcast has been a blessing to your life that is opening your eyes to a lot of different things. If you're just listening to the first episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the nine other episodes (laughs) in this season. There's a lot of different things that uh, God is being able to bless us to discuss I have some great guests that were on this season, um, and I have a great guest that I'm going to introduce here soon. Uh, But first off, if you're listening uh, to the Clear Perspective podcast for the first time, I want to say thank you for listening. This podcast is for what Jesus called uh, the one, where he talked about the one. He leave the 99, the good shepherd would leave the 99 to go get the one. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, you are the one that God is drawing. You're the one that he's actively looking for, searching for to get your heart. So I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, your life is special. You mean something to God. Why should you listen to this podcast? Well, this podcast is for those who are looking to grow in their faith, grow in their walk with Christ. On this podcast, we talk about things that may not necessarily be discussed in Bible study or church, but are pertinent to everyday life as a believer. And so, or if you don't subscribe to yourself to be a Christian, it's a good understanding of kind of what Christians believe or good principles that you can apply to your life. I know I have people who have listened to the show who I know for a fact they're not Christians, but they enjoy the show and they've actually shared it. So I believe that this is something that is a, uh, that can be beneficial for anybody wherever you are in your life, whether you've been walking with God or you're not walking with God or you're open to God or you're not open to God. I believe that at some point in time, my hope as always would be that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But as always, that's another discussion for another day. So without any further delay, I want to introduce to you this title for today. And if you haven't read it by now, Listen, this is probably one of my most favorite, well, I like every podcast, but this is one of my most things I get passionate about. Well, I get passionate about a lot of things, so I guess, well, you'll find out. Anyways, (laughs) um, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. That's the title. So, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk a lot of great things. But before we even get into that stuff, I want to introduce to you, whoever is listening to this, um, whether you're listening to this individually as a group, um, whether you're working out, whether you're driving down the road, whether you are 
listening to this as you are at work, wherever you are, I want to say, listen, this podcast is going to be a game changer for you. So I want you to, if you can, take notes. I want you to be able to go back and be able to have this information uh, because the person I have on today, this person, I'm going to brag on this person a little bit, okay? This person's over here smiling already, but listen, I genuinely believe that God is raising up this person to be a voice for apologetics in the body of Christ. I believe that this person has such a heart to be able to see people truly come into truth and really defend the gospel um, in a very intellectual way. And not just saying, hey, you should just believe this, but really, truly want to provide understanding and clarity. So I believe that my special guest, my dear friend and sister, Christina. What's up, sis? What up? Talk to the people out of there in podcast land, whether you listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Anchor. Uh, we're all of them. Talk to them. What's up? What's up, everybody? Um, man, I'm honored to be here. Just thank you, Gil, for that amazing introduction. <laughs> um, I put the pressure on you, huh? You did. You did. <laughs> it's okay, though. I could take it. Um, so my name is Christina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know my brother, Gil. We go to church together. We've been friends and brothers and sisters in the Lord for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I personally have my own podcast, too, called The Everyday Believer. Mm. So I'm on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts if you want to check that out. And Google Podcasts, too, right? I, I don't know how to connect that. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it, though. Okay, so yeah. It'll be on there. It's it'll on everywhere. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So Speak yeah. those things, not those, those anywhere. <laughs> And so, um, yeah, this is a topic I'm passionate about too. So I'm excited just to get into it. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, listen, let's let's do this. Thanks. Let's go to work. Let's get a high five. There we go. Y'all, I hope y'all heard the high five. Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for um, this opportunity to be able to share truth. Lord, we never want to take these opportunities for granted. God, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to break down strongholds and lies that people have believed about themselves. Uh, things that they've believed about culture, things that they've believed about you and other things that are not true. Lord, I thank you that truth is truly coming to liberate us today, God. Even me and Christina, Lord, give us a new place of freedom and understanding of truth. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that everyone who's listening will have a John 8:32 experience where we will know the truth and the truth you, Jesus, will make us free. So, Lord, I bless you and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, listen. If you're listening and you've been listening to all my podcasts, I want you to do me a favor. I'm a very interactive person, so I might tell you to say, hey, put your hand on your head, put your hand on your heart, do something, turn around, spin around, do five jumping jacks. It's okay. Everything we do is by faith, okay? We're good to go? I hope you answered. <laughs> all right, take a deep breath. All right, let's go to work. All right. So before we do that, put your hand on your head. Say, I command my mind to be focused and sober. I command my mind to have clarity. Put your hand on your heart. Say, my heart is open, Lord. Speak to me in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Okay. So here's the thing. We're probably going to say some very offensive things to you. Uh, and it's okay. Actually, offense is good, but we're not going to do it in a in a 
derogatory way. We're coming after lies with truth. So if you start feeling some type of way, that's good because that means that God is revealing something that Satan doesn't want you to get freed from. So uh, this is going to be a hot tip. Uh, this is going to be the tea. This is going to be a um, a very good conversation, and I'm excited about it. And you guys know me. I'm probably going to get passionate and we're going to really let this stuff go. So here we go. Let's go. All right. So I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. How many of you have said that? Or have you said that? Because like I said, I know we, I know people have sent me videos and pictures of people listening to a group and individual. But I want to ask you, are you religious? Are you spiritual? Are you, do you know what you are? Uh, do you subscribe to any type of belief system? Do you think that? There is a God. Or do you believe that Jesus Christ is God? Do you, what do you believe? So we are living in a time, Christina, where a lot of people are not subscribing themselves to a specific religion or religious practice, but they are um, saying that they believe that there is a higher power or that there is a higher being or something that is beyond them. Yeah. Um, or you have people who believe that they are God themselves. So there's a vast variety of so many different things and teachings and believings and all a variety of different things. So what I've noticed is that in the, the church and religion has become a problem because it demands accountability. Yeah. And it com it it places people in a place where they have to submit to authority for and for a generation, our generation. Uh, who does not want to submit and have a problem with authority figures. Think about it. You have, if we look at it, a lot of our parents raised us as kids. So you have kids yeah. raising kids. So right. there wasn't necessary. It wasn't the, a lot of uh, people who are in our generation or just in generate different generations in general. Um, but specifically right now, when I say this generation, I'm talking about all the people who are in the world. Not, it's not exclusive to age or year, but it, Specifically in this time frame in the world. Yeah. Don't want to submit to authority. Uh, you know, everybody wants to do their own thing. Everybody wants to do what's convenient to them. Everybody wants to search for your truth. Your truth is your truth. My truth is your truth. And your truth is my truth. And our truth is their truth. Everybody got a truth. <laughs> right. Uh, but we'll get into how that doesn't really work out in the podcast. But it is so easy for people to get deceived and one of the things I think that you can relate to is briefly tell me about and tell us about how you weren't always a Christian. No, yeah, I definitely wasn't. So yeah. talk to me about briefly as we get ready to go into our first thing, um, how you came out of the identity crisis of really not knowing who you are. You know, I'd kind of know your story because yeah. we've talked, of course, over mm -hmm. the years. Um, but just tell us a little bit about kind of where you are and where you came from type of deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's a long story, but I'll keep it short. Uh, I grew up just not knowing God at all, didn't go to church. None of my family members went to church, mm -hmm. anything like that. So I considered myself most of my time of my life, I didn't even think about God. Like, God wasn't even a topic that was brought up. I rarely would hear things about God. 
Um, so as I got a little older, I started to hear more things and I was just like, well, I don't believe in that. So I was an atheist. Mm. I would always say that I was really young and I'm like, I'm an atheist, but I was really repeating behavior from one of my older brothers who said he was an atheist. So then I got a little older and I'm like, okay, well, maybe there is something. Mm-hmm. And I became more agnostic, which is where you think there could be something, but you're not sure. You're kind of like in the middle ground, like there yeah. could be a God, maybe there's not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I was um, until now it's been five years that I, I, I got saved. And right before I got saved, I was just telling you this, Gil, um, that I started to dive into new age a little bit. Mm. And it's because... Oh, you getting, you getting ahead of yeah, us, man. Yeah, you, so, already, you, know, you already spilling the beans. That, cracking that thing open. Um, <laughs> I did get into a new age a little bit, and I used to smoke a lot of marijuana. So, like, I you felt like... I was a I was a stoner. I'm from Cali. Look, this is what Cali we did. Cali Swag District. This is what we did. And so... Did you do the cat daddy? Uh, yeah, but not good. Did you get high, my, did you get high fee? <laughs> oh, yeah. What? The thizzle dance? We was going dumb, getting stupid, all it's, that. It's mania out here. Hey, listen. <laughs> folk don't know. Folk don't know. Okay, girl, I'll see you. No, but um, to keep it short, I, I did dabble in new age a little bit right before I got saved. It was like something in me wanted to know the truth. Mm. And so, you know, at that time, like I said, I was smoking weed, and I was just kind of being influenced another way. Did you do any open. other drugs? Uh, I did... <laughs> Yeah, I've done mushrooms before. Shrooms. Um, I've done shrooms, and I did Molly a couple times. Okay. Yeah. So I, I but I never liked even taking medicine because mm-hmm. I, I'd be freaking out. I'm, a, I'm like, nah. I get like anxious over little stuff. So like, I'm like, nah. I had. To, that's why I stopped smoking weed too. Because I, I didn't know. Get, I didn't know you. I didn't know you was out here like that. I know you said you bro, smoked a lot, but I didn't know you was out here. Bro, I tried it. But I never try anything I harder than that I because yeah, I didn't know you was out here on Bali. Listen, Bali. thank the Lord. Though. Bali, praise Ma- the Lord. Remember that <laughs> it didn't even do nothing though. That's the crazy part. But anyway, see, that's how you know you. Didn't I wasn't supposed stuff. to do it. I wasn't yeah. supposed to do it. So, anyways, I'm doing all this stuff that's opening my mind, quote unquote. And so, but there was just something in me that wanted truth. Mm. And um, I'll never forget. Right before I gave my life to the Lord, it was in the middle of the night. God showed me who Jesus was. In the Bible, like he. How did you? Did he? Did you like ask somebody? Like, how did that happen? So what happened was I started coming here to Heavenly Outpour Church. Well, okay, yeah, that's where we're at right now. (laughs) But um, I started coming to Heavenly Outpour Church, and how did you have? How did you like? So what I'm saying is like, so you go from being a complete atheist to being agnostic, right? Mm -hmm. And then from that, or how how did you journey from being an atheist? To an agnostic. So that is just I started questioning things. So well, for people who don't, let's let's yeah, make because yeah, I want this podcast is for all ages. Mm-hmm. So I want you to explain in a simple way what is the difference between being an atheist and agnostic. Got you. So atheists, they don't believe in the existence of God at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Like no existence of God. So with agnosticism, if I'm saying that right, is that they, they're they not sure. They're mm-hmm. not going to disqualify that there is a creator or a God, but they don't say God or Jesus. Mm-hmm. They don't know. It's kind of like just being in the middle. Like a higher time. power yeah. type of deal. Atheism is like the complete, like, no, just mm-hmm. straight up. We don't believe in that science 100%. No God. So that's the difference. Mm. So I started transitioning because I started getting older and I just started wondering like, okay, but it was really just that void in me becoming more open and me wanting to fill it. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. We all have a God sized void in us. So, um, yeah. So I, if you want me, do you want me to go? So from, from agnostic 
to how did you even how did you even find yeah how did you even find out about the church or I don't even know that yes. I don't even know this part. Well, just let's just say to keep it short, God was putting people in my life to sow little things here and there, and it really really started in uh, in college when I went to K State. Okay. Yeah, did really you go started. to the Bible campus Bible study or something? No, I did not. I so did you just not. came to the church? Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I just came I, to wow, the church. Wow, I never knew that, honestly. It's, I just I never knew how. I just remember you came to church one day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, how we are here at the church. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's just And I was still cool. smoking then yep. and everything when I first started coming to the church. There's there's people who are still smoking. Yeah, it's, hey, look, the Lord will work on it. Yep. You know, he'll, he'll we'll give get you the to grace that. to quit. Yeah. Um, I had to make the decision, though, too. I had mm-hmm. to be settled in my mind. I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I started coming here, and then I kept hearing everybody praying to Jesus, saying Jesus, Jesus, you know, and like so in you, my heart. So I was wait, in, so yeah. be, when you came to the church, you didn't know anything about Jesus. Nothing. I, I barely knew that he was hung on a cross. I, I would have never. I'm like, I listen, you all, or <laughs> listener. I'm learning. I've never knew this out all the years. I thought that I don't know what I thought. I I'm I'm yeah, mind blown this, right now. Yeah, this is really nobody's good. ever taught me. I never. So you Nothing. go from being atheist mm-hmm. to being agnostic to coming to church? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. But but it was just um the, the God was sowing seeds in my life mm-hmm. as I was growing up. And mm-hmm. you know, now that I look back, I see God in my life. Yeah. Um and the things that he would the people he put in my path. Uh, and all that It's actually What really got me Interested in God Was with the first time I went to a Pentecostal church mm-hmm. Which was here in Kentucky So I'm in college And it was right before I started coming here Because I was dating this guy And his parents oh, Were oh, ministers oh, Okay okay Okay, okay yes. now it's Now, now it's starting, starting to Because at first I'm thinking like You just yeah. came up the street No <laughs> Okay okay bad, okay close But not quite Okay But anyway Now it makes sense They were okay. speaking in tongues I'm like what in the world But the, the word says How was that, that How was that experience for I you I was like thinking These folk crazy Like I ain't never heard tongues All of I was like 21 at that point 22 maybe Never heard tongues mm. And then And uh, now Now you a tongue talker She She can all day no but um that opened up my heart really because the the word says that tongues are a sign for those who don't believe um so that really opened my heart to the holy spirit and then you know long story short um he just continued to draw me and i came here people are praying to jesus i'm like all right god i need you to show me who jesus is because i'm feeling you draw me but I don't understand Jesus. Mm. I, middle of the night, he showed me the Bible. He sh- he showed me the Old Testament. Like I'm not looking at the Bible. It's like a vision of a Bible. Yeah. Show me Old Testament animal sacrifices. That was prophecy to Jesus, and I just understood. I don't know. It was just like I had a revelation. Like oh, he's the Lamb that was slain. Like I just it just came to me, mm. and I got baptized in the Holy Spirit that next Sunday at church, and then got baptized in the water like two weeks later. Wow. And I remember because I was like so. And I remember seeing you, and it was just, I was just amazed at how fast the Lord was moving your life. Like, the Lord was doing a quick work. And not only that, you started bringing people to church like crazy. Like, I remember, like, you had, like, one time, you had, like, 10 people at the church. And I'm like, yo, this girl is on fire. I got to get back on that. I got to get back to my evangelism. Hey, come on now. But, CK. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Not CK. Okay, so I think that how I think 
Now you tell me. Yeah. And this goes into what we're talking about. People are looking for answers. Yes. Uh, we've some of you may or may not have heard the five questions of life: Who am I? Where am I from? What can I do? What is my purpose? And um, what's the fifth one? Uh, not sure. I can't remember now. What is my purpose? Um, let's see. Anyways, there's five questions of life. Who Did am you I? Say why where? am I here? Yeah, why uh, am I here? Or there's yeah. five five major questions of life that people are looking to really truly find out what is their reason for their existence. And people subscribe. And we talked about this on the last podcast. Shout out to Pastor Charles with uh, the Many Religions One Way uh, podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go check that one out. But people are looking for answers. And so a lot of times, one of the reasons that people get detached from the faith or don't want to be a Christian is because the answers that they're looking for or where the way that they think it should happen or experiences have turned them away from being Christian. And it's caused an identity crisis at large, not just in the body of Christ, because we're going to talk about how there's a lot of mixed stuff. Yeah. Uh, and one of the reasons why people don't want, they are so quick to say, hey, I'm not uh, religious, I'm just spiritual, is because they see things and they associate experiences, encounters, things that they see even on media or social media and, you know, stories and word of mouth things. And they allow those experiences to shape their ideology about Christianity specifically. So I think that one of the things that is so important to really understand is, is that people want to answer those, those questions of life, but they don't want Jesus and the gospel because it costs them pleasure and their convenience. Yeah. One of the things that Jesus says, if you follow me, you have to deny yourself. What is deny yourself? You hear, you've heard me talk about this all the time on this podcast. You've been listening to this podcast or you go back to listen to the op- uh, episodes. You're going to hear me say all the time, you're when you become a Christian, it's not about your life being blessed and having blessings and, yeah. you know, be having a good life and all about Come me, on. myself, and I. And No, that's not it. It's about Christ living through you. Philippians 2.13 talks about as a God who's effectively working in us to fulfill our pur- his purpose for his good pleasure. Our purpose for his good pleasure. So, yes, God wants you to have life and have it more abundantly, but he doesn't want you to have life at the cost of you losing the perspective of what he said about your life, that your life is his. When you're baptized, I'm going to talk to those. I feel myself going in a whole different way because this has been burning in my heart, Christina. Yeah. When you gave your life to Christ, and this goes into identity, the identity crisis, because this is not just in the world, but this is in the body of Christ. And I'm going to probably get a little passionate because I really hate when people are living from like a half gospel or something that is not truth is deception because deception is, is I give you enough truth that gives you a, 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 or a fact enough that gives you the the comfort of feeling like it's okay, but it's really still rooted in a lie. Yeah. One of the things that bothers me, Christina, it, it bothers me so much is to be able to see people who have been baptized, filled with the spirit of God, 
still live from a place of where they were yesterday before they came into Christ. How will you have a new life in Christ where old things have passed away? 2 Corinthians um, 5, 17. That everything is passed away and behold, all things have become new. Yeah. How are you still doing the same things that you were doing before you came to Christ? You're still drinking. You're still smoking. You're still cussing. You're still having sex. You're still living with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You're still lying. You're still having a nasty attitude. You're still watching pornography. What? There's something that is not clicking in our minds that is where we have fully believed that the gospel that has been been given to us is fully able to really truly change and transform our lives there's something that we're missing there's something that we don't want to or there is something that we don't want to give up hmm. there's things that we don't want to give up and now we're trying to live from an identity that doesn't even exist anymore right when you gave your life to christ you went down and you were buried romans talks about how you were buried into christ so that you're dead to sin Sin is no longer to have power over you. You have been buried with Christ and you come up a new creature in Christ Jesus. So the old you, the old Ray Ray, the old Sue, the old Becky, the old John John, uh, little Tuki and all, all that stuff has gone away. That's not you anymore. So if you're trying to go back and still uh, find yourself at the bottom of that irky jerky, that E and J, that pinnacle, that hen dog, uh, that uh, what, what else? What about what else? the Ciroc, Whatever you are, that that if you're trying to find yourself at the end of that blunt, that bong, that the papers, the raw papers, the blunt, the the swishers, the uh, the, the backwoods, the rellos. Come on, come on, my freakers want to freak that black. <laughs> You're trying to find yourself in something that doesn't exist anymore. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. What God is wanting you to understand. You are still doing, where is the transformation? When is the last time you said, hey, God, you know what? I know that this is not right. And I know that I'm not living the way that you desired for me. I'm going to choose to sacrifice something that is really not a sacrifice. It's really, truly me living the way that you desire. And it's not a works mentality because people think like, oh, well, don't. And oh, thank you for those who say before you cut the podcast off for, for you start talking about, oh, you're judging me. You're being judgmental. Here's the thing. I love I love that you said that. Guess what? You know what? I am being judgmental. And but the thing about it is I'm not judging you. I'm judging the sin. Yeah. The Bible says that the righteous will judge. We gotta get out of this stuff of being we're so we want we don't want like nobody telling us where we're wrong at. It's pride. Right. right. If I'm telling you in love, my heart is love. And the reason why I'm getting passionate is because I hate seeing my brothers and sisters in Christ or people in general living from lies. Your life is not yours. You gave your life to Christ. Now it's about getting to the place where he desires for you to be. So in that, people are not understanding, Christina, he, Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And I know people talk about how, oh, ignorance is bliss. No, it's not. Ignorance is not bliss. It leads to destruction. Satan uses your ignorance to be able to keep you in bondage. Yeah. You have to be able to understand that Christ is the one who identifies you, who gives you your identity. 
All these people who are looking for themselves, looking to find themselves and uh, identify, find your higher self and all these different things we're going to get into. You will not be able to find who you are outside of Christ. He's the one who made you. He's the one who the Bible says that everything was made for, by, and through him. So you can't get to God. You can't get to your higher power. You can't get to anyone uh, that is who you consider to be God because there's only one God and Jesus is God. For all those who believe that Jesus ain't the son of God and all that other stuff, Jesus is God. The Bible says these three agree, the Father, the Son, the Word, well, the Word, and the Spirit. These three are one. You can't get God without Jesus. You can't get Holy Spirit without God. You can't get God without Holy Spirit. These three are one. So what God is wanting you to understand is, is that he does not want you to continue to live from a false identity. Right. You're living, you're, we always talk about, I want to be real. I'm going to be myself. You don't even know who you are. And I can look at your life and see how your life is a mess. You still got a bad attitude. You're still broken. You're still going through situationships and cycles and all these different things. I'm sorry, Christina. No, you're good. Go on, bro. You preaching. I, I, I'm, you better I, preach. I, I, it, this stuff bothers me, sis. Yeah, I know. I, I, it bothers me because, and I know we share the same sentiments um, just from our conversations about how people get so caught up in deception yeah. thinking that thinking that if I am in a place of really truly on a discovery to find truth that I can find it in myself. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. Can you Yeah, I mean it's it's really like you said about the thing about people don't want to deny themselves at the end of the day. And that's what Christianity calls you to is to denying yourself. What does that look like? And so it looks like, you know, even giving up the things that we personally think we like. Mm. And so when you're in that state and you, ha- you know, the Lord hasn't been, you haven't been able to transform your mind, the things you think you like now, you really don't like them. Mm. And I will testify of this. So I, that's probably, it's probably more so like a comfort thing or yes. familiarity. And, and also you'll find out that a lot of people you hang out with aren't really your friends. They just do the same things you do once you give those Thanks. things up. So, you know, we find identity in the things that we do, but not true, our true identity. So like what I said earlier, there's a God-sized void in our life. Mm-hmm. And so only God can fill that place. I love that. So we try to fill it with other things mm. or people, whatever it is. Yeah. And so what we try to do is still hold on to that stuff, but still try to fill that void. Like there's something more, there's something more to life. So that's where you get all these, well, I'm just going to self discover myself. And, um, oh you know, like I believe in a higher power, but still hold on to these things that are detrimental and ruining your life, ruining your health, ruining your family, like your future generations and all of those things. But you still want to hold on to it, but be spiritual, quote unquote, to, to give yourself a false peace that doesn't last long because then you snapping on somebody the next day. Exactly. And that's another thing. Oh, Lord, we hopping. Be- <laughs> I, I feel in my heart we have to hit. I, I have to do this. Go ahead. Jesus, help me. If you're listening to me, listen, I want you to know before I get cranked up again, 
because I get passionate about this. This whole conversation is a love conversation, but love is strong. It corrects. It corrects. And I think we've missed that part. We're just so used to like, oh, God loves you. Mm-hmm. No, he loves you enough to whoop your butt yeah. and tell you, hey, you need to get in shape. You need to get yourself together. So my brothers and sisters who are still drinking and smoking, what are you looking for? What are you searching for? What are you looking for? I don't understand. How is it that you are made to be like Christ? Jesus was a Nazarite. Do you know what a Nazarite does? They don't drink. What are you looking for? What are you searching for? Are you searching for peace? Are you doing it out of habit? Holy Spirit gives you self-control. He gives you the he's the one who's the helper, so he gets rid of the can't help it. What are you searching for? I know I keep saying the same thing, but obviously there's something that you're trying to suppress, something that you're trying to appease that you're not allowing the Lord to do. You have to allow the this gospel to be in a place where it's allowing God to transform your mind and to be able to get his heart into you. Because there is, Christina, you know, actually, I love when I talk to people and they tell me, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. And I say, oh, good, because I'm not religious either. Because there is a religious Christianity. Yes, absolutely. And that's where a lot of our brothers and sisters are living in deception, where it's you know about God, but you don't know him. Right. You go through all the motions. You go to church. You watch Mike Todd and Joyce uh, Myers. You watch T.D. Jakes. You watch Matthew Stevenson, Apostle Brian Meadows. You watch Apostle Gil Finley. You watch B.G. and me and Christina and Tom Joe and Prophet Tugaloo and all, everybody. <laughs> and you still, the Bible says they have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Mm-hmm. There's so many people, Christina, Lord have mercy, that are living from a place where their mouths confess, Jesus talked about it, where their mouths confess them, but their hearts are far from them. I want to ask you to do a, allow the Holy Spirit to do a heart check with you right now. Where is your focus at? What are you searching for? What do you I want to know what is your motive? God is so here's the thing. The problem is not you smoking, the problem is not you drinking, the problem is not you still living with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and staying up and being laid up and all that other stuff. That's not the problem. That's a symptom of a deeper lying issue. There's something that you're trying to fulfill. Like Christina, you said that God space void space. Yeah. That only can be fulfilled by God. Only God. Well, I just I just drink for recreation. Why do you feel like you need to drink to be able to have fun? Yeah. Why can't the joy of the Lord be your strength? The Bible says be sober-minded. There's oh well the, the weed is uh, for the healing of the nation. The oh herbs Lord. is uh, don't get me. Do you understand on that. that when sin came into the world, that thorns and thistles came up? Come on, you can't eat everything up from the ground. There's poisonous mushrooms, poisonous berries. You can't Come on, eat everything. man. You can't Come put on. That in your body. Come on, be serious. And then you're talking about oh Jesus drank wine. No, he did not. Or Jesus turned water into wine. No, he did not. Go back and read it. If you see it, he didn't do that. He turned. 
Lord have mercy. The fact of the matter is we try to make this gospel a convenience base. And anytime I see something that is going to challenge my convenience or how I feel, thing, that is, I'm not going to do it. I get offended and then That's I get hurt is. and then get church hurt because somebody told me something about myself. And yes, there it is. Yes, people do things wrong. And that's another thing. One of the things of why people don't want to go to church is because of things that's happened to them in the past. Or they saw preachers taking money or doing different things. And why are you allowing one person to dictate your relationship with God? Why are you allowing one person to define every, so every pastor is corrupt? Every pastor it got sexual issues. Every pastor sleeping with all the uh, usher board and the choir members and got kids uh, by five people in the church, which is true. But everybody's like that. No. Let me ask you this question. You go to the doctor. Does a doctor do everything right? Has all doctors done everything right? No. Has our doctors done some shady stuff? Yes, but you still choose to go with him. You just go to a different one. Okay. Well, actually, the Bible says that God gives us shepherds after his own heart. So actually, you don't even truly, honestly, if you follow the Lord, you don't even get to choose your pastor. That's another podcast. Because hmm. everybody wants to choose. Well. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I hope you are you all you are okay listening to this. <laughs> I know we're talking a lot of heavy stuff, but this is just it's the beginning. Good for us. This is just the beginning. Um, and this us. was that was kind of totally off script, but there's something I was uh, I had to say. It and, it, and can I say something else? Yeah, not go some, on. And, and let, to let you all know, like it's not we're just speaking from a place of never experiencing this stuff. Yes, I have definitely you. experienced this. I have tried to backslide before. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, bro, I've tried <laughs> to backslide, and let me tell you, looking goofy. Nothing is the same. After nothing. I, nothing will ever be the same after I learn who Christ is. Yeah, and that's another thing. For those who are still drinking, still smoking, still doing the old things that you used to do. And I know I keep saying smoking and drinking. Um, but I don't know. I just keep hearing that. Okay. So, but even like I said, you still have a nasty attitude. You still having a greed issue. You're yeah. focused on money. Right. It's not going to fulfill you. Yeah. We did those things subconsciously to fulfill something, avoid whether we know it or not, that's not going to be fulfilled yeah. except for through the love of God. Right. God genetically placed that in our lives so that only he can fulfill it. Facts. So, Christina. Yes. A lot of people are in places of where now they don't want Christianity, they don't want religion because we already established that people don't want structure that is going to require their convenience or their perspective, their opinion of things, how they do. Yeah. So now you have, it's not nothing new. It's not nothing but new by any means, but now it's just more open. Yeah. So a lot of people are in a place of where I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Well, truly as a Christian, we're not religious. We believe that Jesus came to present and show us what it means to be able to have a relationship with the father and to be able to bring heaven to earth and we're called to live from our spirits because say this with me i am a spirit that lives in a body that has a soul one more time say i am a spirit that lives in a body that has a soul what does that mean for those who never heard that before for you who's never heard it before 
You are a spirit. Remember, Genesis 1.26, so let us call, make man in our image and our likeness. The Bible says that God is the spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So you are a spirit. You're, you are not your flesh. You are not your experiences. You are not your skin. You are not your body. You are a spirit. You create in the likeness and image of God. That's why God wants you to be reattached with him, because sin came in and cut that connection off. So now when you get Holy Spirit, he brings you back together. You're one with him. You have a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect. So uh, that's where your memories are. That's what distinguishes me from Christina. That's what distinguishes you from Joe down the street. That's what distinguishes you from me. That's what distinguishes you. And your body is what holds all of that together. Simple definition is that. So that's what Christianity is. We're called to live from our spirit. So truly, we are spiritual. We're not religious. Yeah. But people have taken it and flipped it into what we're talking about now. Yeah. I'm going to talk about spirituality in the new age. Yeah. Now, Christina, I know you love talking about this. So I'm going to let you run. <laughs> you, you just go and I'm just going to we we'll just talk. We'll talk. Just talk. Yeah, let's it. just talk about it. All right. So if anybody doesn't know what new age is, if you haven't heard about it, it's pretty much like a belief of many different thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so most of them come from like Eastern religions, like Hinduism and Buddhism. Um, and then they'll cherry pick other types of religions um, just to fit in this new age thought belief. Mm -hmm. And so new age actually refers to a certain, they call it an Aquarian age. So that goes back to that Zodiac thing. Um, then. And so One, they say that two, this is the this, that this is the time we're in now, and that we're reaching a new level of enlightenment. And mm. that and this is it's it's interesting because more people are going to the new age, and it's like they believe that since more people are going to this, that this is enlightenment, mm -hmm. and that they're reaching a state of God conscience. Mm. So that's pretty much what it is. It's just like a and there's no set guidelines for this and it's technically it's a religion even though they don't want to say they're religious it's a religion because it's a set of beliefs and so thank you um, just like atheism is exactly it is that is so it's a set of beliefs but they don't have a standard or anything to go by so mm -hmm. they can make it be whatever they want it to be yeah pretty much so there's like a saying that um what's that saying it says that uh Whatever it is, is what it will be. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So they don't have, there's no set anything. And it's pretty much, you know, I'm just working on myself. I believe in a higher power or the universe or, you know, creator. Yeah, it's no it or he. It's just. It, it Like they'll say it in reference to universe or something like that, but no yeah. distinct God or Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if they do say God, they won't say Jesus. Mm -hmm. The only time they say Jesus is when they're referring to, they'll say, my Jesus. Have you ever oh, heard this before? I think I have. I didn't really know. Okay. Yeah, they'll, so they'll say this. So when somebody in the New Age gets offended by something that might be said, they'll say, well, I don't think my Jesus would say that. So mm. it's a, they cherry pick Jesus' sayings, and they actually use them. They'll say, love one another, you know, love thy neighbor as I love yourself. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll use Jesus' words, but mm -hmm. not read all of his words. So... Oh, Christina, yeah. we're about to open, open up something. Open it dope. Come so, on. So, did you know, I know you know, yeah. but I'm talking to the listener. <laughs> did you know that the new age is responsible and tied to every other religion outside of Christianity? Hmm. Here's why. None of them 
want to acknowledge Jesus as the Messiah. Yeah. But, however, they do not deny his existence. And there is a source behind all beliefs that are not Christ-centered, and it is called the Antichrist. So, if you are believing any other gospel or doctrine or anything that is not aligned with Christ, you are being influenced by the spirit of the Antichrist. Mm. Yeah. Now, I know it's very strong, but the thing about it is truth helps us liberate it. It gets us liberated. It gets us free. So, one of the things about the New Age is, is that Many New Age believers are willing to consider the teaching of Jesus. However, the Christhood of Jesus, mean Christ meaning the anointed one, the one who's above all other deities or anything other name, um, is often described as something that everybody can attain. Right. They believe that you can be your own God, mm-hmm. uh, that you can, you are the source of everything is God and God is in everything. Everything. Like this so, table. Yeah, this table, this microphone, yeah. the airwaves that you're hearing the podcast on is God and everything is fluid. It and, has frequencies and yeah. all that. So, which is tied into a lot of different things. So, it's at, tied into African spirituality. Um, it's tied into Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, Taoism, Sikh being uh, Sikhism, I think that's not, I don't know if that's the word, but being a Sikh. Uh, it's a lot of different things that are connected to. You have the one percenters, new apology, mm-hmm. uh, all these different beliefs that are tied into this new age believing. So the new age, they believe that, you know, it's the process of spiritual evolution. Right. That over successful generations of reincarnation, you can be an, become an enlightened master, master. So have you ever heard somebody say, Oh, you've been here before, or you know that type of thing. That's that's a new age type of thing. Yeah. So the new age is to set up what in Revelation talk about the new world order. So this stuff is real. So the stuff that you see about they're talking about the new world order is real. This stuff is real. We see the Bible unfolding. So they believe that Jesus was a, a wise moral teacher. Right. They believe he had good principles, and you know, but they don't. But they will they not. Agree that he is God or there is a God. Right. So um, they call him an ascended master. Yeah. And it's him and a group of other predominant religious people Mm -hmm. um, that are in like different religions and all of them are ascended masters and are their goal, not our goal because I ain't in it, is to to reach their Mm -hmm. level of enlightenment. Yeah, and so they typically ignore the teachings of Jesus. That's right. that's what that's what this is what this is what bothers me. They they ignore, and this is for all of them. They ignore the teaching of Jesus about him establishing his own identity. Mm-hmm. They reverse his teaching, the moral teachings, and some argue the ethics of Jesus are uh, those who are Christians who are to follow him, and. They respected Jesus, what he taught about peace and loving one's enemies, but the the hypocrisy of the rich and religion and all that other stuff, the rights of children. But they don't; they will not embrace him. So that that's that's what it, we were talking about this a lot last podcast. You see Jesus across all these uh, beliefs. Yeah, only one excluding atheism, but they use that to be able to prove right. But so everyone through, you don't see Jesus 
or uh, Muhammad in the Bible. You don't see Buddha or Confucius in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously something for all those who want to be woke, all those who are um, the ones who are God yourself, quote unquote. These are you're in deception. So, Christina, um, there's so much we can it's talk about. So much. There's so much, but I want to I want to ask you this. Okay. What does perversion mean? So, perversion by definition, oh, I'm trying to get it up right now. Okay. Um, It means the alteration of something from its original course, meaning, or state to a distortion or corruption of what was first intended. So, a lot of people are walking in perversion. Yeah. Because a lot of times people think their perversion is just homosexuality, Mm -hmm. that type of stuff, or bestiality, sexual things. But perversion is not just limited to sexuality. It's also in you believing something that is not the truth or living out something that you are not intended to. Yeah. So if you're living in sin, you're living in perversion. Yep. So there's a, one of the things I learned about the new age, and I hope you take notes or I hope you really go back and listen to this. I want you to look up Ephesians uh, chapter one, verse 18. It says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory and the inheritance in the saints. The new age belief is a perversion of Ephesians chapter one, verse 18, meaning that this people are wanting their eyes, their spiritual eyes to come awakened. So they want to be awakened or ascend to the highest levels of knowledge, which is the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Everybody wants to be enlightened, coming to the highest power or the highest version of yourself, which you can only find the, the true version of yourself as you are coming to Christ. What is it being enlightened? You're coming to Jesus said that I'm the light of the world. So they're trying to get a light that can only be provided by one source. But what they're trying to do is go illegally around to be able to get that light, to be able to lighten themselves. How can you find something in yourself you can't, that you don't even know that's there. So, and that they may know what the hope is are calling. They're trying to find what is my purpose here on the earth? Why am I here? Where am I? What is my, the reason for my existence? And they're trying to get that, but you can only go through, you can't get to God except through Jesus. Jesus says, John chapter 10, verse nine, I am the door. Any, you, if you come through the window, you are a thief. So yeah. if, if you're trying to get access to an enlightenment, to a higher being of yourself, trying to get access to a power that is not coming directly through Jesus Christ, you are going illegally and you're being influenced by demonic powers. Yes. Period. Yes. So um, enlightenment is just a, it's the, the quote unquote enlightenment is just a perversion of being born again. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Because you're now... Being, you're a new being. You're a new. It's a perversion of Second Corinthians five seventeen, where you become a new creature in right. Christ Jesus. Right. So absolutely. I want to spend the last section of this because now, how do people get into this vibration <laughs> frequency frequency aura mm-hmm. type of? You know, I wish y'all could see me moving around, <laughs> yeah. floating around, vibes and. 
<laughs> we we in manifest culture, speaking into existence, yeah. and just yeah, the law of attraction, law of attraction, mm-hmm. um, thermodynamics, what, no uh, metaphysics, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what all that stuff. Yeah. So these, what we're about to talk about, are what we define as occult practices. Yes, say it with me, occult. Practices. Now, there's going to be some stuff that we're going to talk about, and we're probably going to have to kind of go through it a, a, a little quickly. But here's the thing. This podcast, there's no way we're going to be able to cover everything. This is just to be able to get you to your mind open to be able to see things around you, things going on in your life, so that you can go and allow, allow God to show you, okay, these are the things that are going on in your life that you need to allow me to address. And I don't want you to, I don't want you to do it yourself. Don't stop doing stuff yourself. Partner with God. It's a partnership. Your co-laborers with Christ. And if you haven't received Christ, ask him to help you to come into your heart, and he will lead you in the path of salvation. So the cold practices. Okay, so which one do you want to talk about first? Yeah, talk about so many of them. Um, I'll start off with... Uh, I wanted to hit on the law of attraction real quick, okay. just to show yes, you what the perversion people love is to ma- manifest. You got people yeah. writing books talking about manifest, manifest it, your- speak it into existence. You can speak it. You you're like God. They take the perversion of it. Exactly. I'm, I'm sorry. No, yeah. no, that's it right there. And so it's it's really a perversion of a natural spiritual law God already put in place from the mm-hmm. beginning of creation, and they they're taking it and using it for their own benefit using familiar spirits. And so what's a familiar spirit? So that's just like a, a spirit that's around you that could be generational too that has been around you and knows things about you, wow. things you like, um, and you can it, 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 you can use that. For your benefit, quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But it's not from the spirit of God. Mm. And so I'll get into that when I talk about astral projection a little better. Mm. But <laughs> my God, listen, I told y'all, she, Christine's out here. She's, she's lit. Y'all. I just, I, I get grieved with new age. Um, I think it's because I know a lot of people who are in it and I see what it does. Cause that's people. a big, that's a big thing out in California. Oh, California. Yes. Thank you for bringing that. I'm from California, the San Francisco Bay area. Like, Honestly, I grew up in that culture, mm-hmm. you know, and now I'm seeing it being spread more, but I didn't realize what it was then. Mm-hmm. And it's just this, it's, it's everywhere out there. It's everywhere out there. Coexist, accept all religions, all of that. It's if you out didn't there. see the last podcast, go listen to it. You get so persecuted for, for saying Jesus, um, and so the law of attraction is really just a perversion. And you probably know the scripture where it's talking about seeping and rowing, uh, uh, reaping and sowing. <laughs> seeping yeah. and rowing. So uh, whatever a man soweth, he'll reap or whatever. Yeah. That's I believe that that's what that perversion is from, too. And People love to take scriptures and twist them. So help, much, help so Jesus. much. And so people will live their lives of, by the law of attraction. If I give out this good energy, I'm going to receive this mm-hmm. good energy. Well, you put it out and you put out good vibrations exactly. into the universe. The universe is... You're giving me bad energy. I'm not going to let you in my place. Whatever. So that the law of attraction. You got to protect your energy. Yeah. So I I believe that's one of those practices. Um, These are occult. So occult means these are things that God is in 1000% disagreement with. Right. Right. Okay, so I'll hit on astral projection and you can go. But um, astral projection, if you don't know what that is, is where people actually leave their body as mm-hmm. they sleep and they're yeah, able this to stuff travel. Is real, it's know. very real, very real. At first, when I first heard it, I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that. So, wait, okay. So, tell me the difference between sleep paralysis and 
Astro projection. Well, actually, I could believe those two are tied together. There you go. And so, but the, I mean, in the differences, so in astral projection, you're leaving your body sleep paralysis. You can't move. Mm-hmm. But so, you're, uh, you're conscious. You're awake. So what right. people do is they build off of that, which really sleep paralysis is really a demonic attack. Very much so. Yep. But people take that and take that outer body experience and they... Because people are hungry for the supernatural. Yeah, yeah. People are hungry to be able to see the power of God. You know why people go to uh, psychics and stuff? It's because we in the body of Christ, we're not flowing prophetically. We're not allowing Man. God to be able to speak and be able to deal with the people's pain. Wow. People want to hear. That's why people go to mediums and stuff because they want to hear from their grandmother and they think right. they're talking to their auntie, their mom, or their dad. And they're talking for what you talk about, familiar, familiar spirits. spirits. Yeah. So the astral projection. Yes. Stuff mm-hmm. is crazy. It's crazy because you're opening yourself up to the spiritual realm mm-hmm. without protection. There you go, and yeah, you're, you're going no protection, through, and you're going through an illegal, illegal source. Facts. That's exactly it. That's it. And so I've watched testimonies with people who have came out of this, mm-hmm. and there's actually a website that talks of uh, people blog and write and yeah. comment their bad astral projection. Mm-hmm. Experiences. There's experiences where people get raped in the astral realm. Jesus. And that these demonic spirits follow them afterwards yeah. and won't leave them alone and torment oh them. So that's why that's connected to sleep paralysis because after they want to go explore in the spiritual realm without protection, now they're experiencing sleep paralysis because mm-hmm. now they have this demonic spirit attached to them mm-hmm. that they, they agreed with. And so there's like a whole website. I went and read some of them. I read some crazy stuff. There was a lot of them about like, demons like raping them and stuff and like looking evil mm-hmm. and it's really crazy and so that's like like one of the the things that they do and like you said they're just hungry for the spiritual but mm-hmm. they're going in there not knowing what they're getting themselves into yeah and this is where they meet their spirit guides quote unquote that yeah. could come off you know satan comes as an Those angel of light that this this spirit guy seems seems like it's a good person i met somebody who was in the new age really tough you might know this person but he told me, he said, I have a, I have an angel that, that I talked to that I met. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, That's man. That's crazy because there's a scripture that talks about how that demons can produce, present themselves as angels of light exactly. or beings of light. And here's how you, here's how you distinguish, here's how you distinguish if it's a good, if it's an angel from the Lord. They're going to be carrying a message that is going to draw you closer to Christ. Wow. Not towards themselves. That's plain. So anybody who is, listen to me, if you have anything or anyone coming to talk to you in your dreams that is not producing Christ or pushing you closer to your relationship with God, it is demonic. Yeah. Period. Hear me. You can't, don't be deceived. I know you want to hear from your grandmother. I know you want to hear from your auntie. I know you want to hear from your family members. I know you want to hear from your quote unquote ancestors who are not really your ancestors. No, it's not. So, because they're familiar spirits. And the reason why you feel like you can relate to them or it sounds like them because they've been around. They gather yes. information. It's the same thing with what we're going to talk about. I know we're going. Um, is horoscopes and zodiac yeah, stuff and all yeah. that foolishness yeah okay but anyways so 
mm-hmm. with the astral projection. Yep. Listen, do not listen to me. Do not come into partnership with this stuff. We're telling you this stuff so that you can remain free. Now, I want to talk to the people. Let me talk to the people who uh, let me talk to you who has had quote unquote good experiences with this. Well, I don't see what nothing's wrong. I've never had a bad experience. Do you understand that you're in deception? Do you think that Satan is going to let you just go scot-free? No. He's doing this at the cost of you, at the cost of your soul. If you are continuously, I don't care if you have been, if you are walking according to darkness, you are going to reap darkness. And if you are continuously practicing these things, you will go to hell. But God is merciful and he will forgive you. Amen. Because some things we don't do intentionally or we don't know. Yeah. But the thing about it is we have to be, and I know we, it's taboo to talk about hell, but it, this is real. This is real life. We have to talk about these because if we don't talk about it, who is? Right. And people are dying going to hell every day. Jesus because, talked about it all the time. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> and people are dying going to hell every day because people are afraid to offend people. No, listen, if I love you, I want to offend you with truth. I hope, I hope and pray as you are getting offended that you go do your own research with the eye of truth, with the Holy Spirit leading you to be able to go back and go for these things. Like, for example, I know we finna get, I'm finna make somebody mad right now. Uh Do you know yoga is demonic? Come on. So your Christian yoga is not Christian yoga. It's not. Why? Because... What is the source of yoga? What is the history of yoga? Do you, do, are you really searching and researching the stuff that you're doing before you're doing it? Come on. Because the origin of it was they're presenting their bodies to these specific, these, every pose is to present itself to a specific god or goddess. So it's a perversion of present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, for it's your reasonable sacrifice. So it's a perversion. So yoga, yes, I don't care if you're playing Christian music, trap music, whatever the case may be, yoga is demonic. You don't have to do yoga to stretch. You don't have to. Right. So right. I know you're mad. Don't turn the podcast off, Come but it's on. okay. And even the we, word- You ain't got mad yet because once I finish start coming for these horoscopes, it's going to be a whole other conversation. Uh, the word yoga actually means union with. Mm. So you are acting in, you are doing a union with, and you, if you don't know what you're doing, you're being in union with, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. And, and the, the union is with Brahman, which is a, a Hinduistic God. Thank you. That's the the name itself. So you can't put Christian in front of it. Thank you. And call it, yo, and we, and and we want to do like, that. Okay. We want to, we want to have Christian, um, twerk fest. Uh, uh, what? Christian. Uh-uh. Listen, people, real. people, that ain't real, bro. I'm being me. serious. <laughs> people cussing in songs, talking about Jesus is my savior, mother, uh, all this other crazy yeah. stuff. Okay. Like what? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. What? what? Oh. Right. <laughs> what in the world? The devil is a liar. <laughs> so, the, Christina, there's so yeah. much. We're it's too okay. much. It's, there's a lot. There's too much. I don't too know much. If we're gonna be able to hit all this. Okay. So let me. I mean, yeah. Let me just kind of go through the list. Go. Okay. You go got, through your list. I'll go do, through your list. I'll do this last one about crystals. So you've probably seen this before. People will have crystals. Um, oh yeah, and when they put the rock yeah. on the head and they put it in the middle of the forehead, and you got the rocks on the, got the. This rock is for the 
for the peace. This rock is for the moving of the earth and the synergy and the rocks. And you, you got rocks all over your house. Yeah. Rocks in your bed. Rocks in your in your, under your pillow. Right. Rocks in your shoes. Rocks in your hair. Rocks <laughs> over there. Rocks over here, Dr. Seuss looking. <laughs> rocks everywhere. No. Um, so the thing about this, the Lord showed me this a while ago. Get this, get this, bro. So I'm going to read this to you in Ezekiel 28 when he's talking about Lucifer before he fell, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's talking, um, it's in the book of Ezekiel and it says, you were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of, uh, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, the sardius, topaz and diamond, beryl, onyx and jasper, sapphire, turquoise and emerald with gold. So what the Lord was showing me is like, man, like they're really worshiping the devil with these stones as well. Like he fell from heaven, but he had all those precious stones on him. And so when we're doing that, we're it's first of all, it's idolatry. Mm -hmm. And then and it's what is idolatry? Um, where you you are putting something above God, you are putting your affection to something above God mm. and making it your God. Mm, so so you can make you can truly make yourself your own God, your perspective, your opinion, your yes, you all can. that stuff. You can. Okay. So the thing about the 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 crystals and stuff is they they use it for healing, quote unquote. But Jesus is supposed to be our healer. Not not the crystals, and then we use they use it as like um, they could put their own energy into the crystals and use it like a wand, and that's witchcraft. And so that's that's put. They say they put like their frequencies into this rock of love, and they'll give it to somebody, and then it'll give them love and stuff like that. And then they use it to align on their chakras. I really feel like somebody just made all this up one day. <laughs> Real talk. They got it from the devil. <laughs> like I really feel like they're like, okay, what else can we do? We have yoga. We align our chakras. Now let's put stones on our chakras. And yeah. like it's just like they combine, try to combine everything into one thing. Mm-hmm. You, you got the kundalini. Uh, oh, the kundalini. Thing. Don't get me on that, the, the, bro, bro. Okay, so you got crystals. Crystals. So if you have crystals, you're looking to be able to find peace and all these other stuff. To uh, that are not going to be provided, mm-hmm. and if you feel that way, because here's the thing, the way you feel and how you, your emotions can be deceptive. That's why the Bible tells us not to trust, put confidence in, fl- in our flesh, yeah. because those things go up and down all the time. We want to go to the source of peace. I don't need a peace to give me peace. I don't need a piece of something to give me peace. No, I need right. to go to the source. Don't give me no fake stuff. Don't I don't. No. Okay. So, what's the next one you got on your well, list? Th- th- I think that's all I have. But I do want to say one more thing about what you just said is a lot of people in the new age, they um, they worship the creation. They worship the earth. They worship, they're worshiping stones. They're, they're saying everything is God, but they're not worshiping the actual creator of all those things. They worship the universe, but God created the universe. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. So again, so idolatry. the universe is not God. <laughs> no, God created the universe. So the universe can't give me nothing. No, and what it is, it's really like a, it's it's just such a perversion. They try to when you try to talk about it, what they try to say is, well, the universe came from God, so it is God. Thank. I talked to somebody today, and they were trying to tell me that the, the Earth was God. I said, what? First off, I think people don't understand what how what a God is defined as. D- definition wise, facts. Right. Right. Okay, just so, to give an example here briefly. In order for something to be deemed to be a god, 
it has to one not be trapped by space or time or anything in the continuum. That's good. Another thing, it have to be all powerful. Mm. They have to be all everywhere at the same time. They have to be before time and after time. Yeah. And they have to be they have to be self-sustaining. Mm. They have to be they, there is no creation to the them being they have to be the source of life. So if earth is supposed to be God, Mother Earth, or God the Mother, whatever you want to call it, that that's a whole nother thing. Um that is a lie. If you're believing God is the mother, God the Father, God the Mother, no, stop it. But here's the thing. So in order I you can't Lord help me. This the earth is a creative being or a created entity. It can't be in the same it, it's not out in the uh by Pluto, so that counts it out already. Mm-hmm. It needs people on it to be able to sustain life. Right. Or to have life. You need people to till the ground. You need people you it is not self-sustaining. Because otherwise it was the the ozone layer wouldn't be messed up. You wouldn't have pollution. Right. If it was self-healing and all that stuff. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. And it wouldn't have a creation date. So right. it would be the sustainer of life. The universe was created. God created the heavens and the earth. So the universe can't bring you nothing. You can't speak nothing out into the universe and it brings something back. No. So um, just like I said, there's so much to talk about, so but I'm much. just going to go through some things and I'm going to list some stuff that if you are doing these things, I want you to know that God does not agree with them at all. Okay. First off, burning sage or smudging. This is demonic because you're trying to do a spiritual cleanse and you're looking for um, a source of peace, cleansing, protection that you can't get. So we don't have a need to smudge. We don't. It's, it's, a, it's a sin. We have to turn away from these pagan ritualistic things and turn our focus towards God, who's our savior. The Lord is the only one who keeps us from harm. Psalms 121, 7 through 8. He will provide the strength and peace that we need. You can't get you. Listen, you're not going to be able to get anything. So second Thessalonians three, three talks about how God protects us. Your crystals do not heal you. Jesus is our healer. Isaiah 53 verse five. God is not the universe and the universe is not God. God is God. First Corinthians eight sixteen. I mean, I'm sorry. First Corinthians eight, six. You cannot Combine New Age, a.k.a. Satan and pagan teachings and rituals with biblical principles. For all those who are mixed, you can't have two masters. Jesus said you can't have two masters. So you can't mix New Age stuff, being black and black goddesses and all this other weird stuff. You can't mix that together. That's Psalms 106, 35 through 36. Our God is God and he deserves Single-minded devotion, 1 Samuel 12, 24. You have to choose the Lord and choose him over all these different things. You have people who are doing cleanses, whether it be salt baths, when the moon comes up and got the full moon, you got the Jupiter moon, the black moon, the red moon, red blood moon, and all these different demonic things. These are demonic 
agendas that are trying to get you entrapped. So if you're doing salt baths, if you have um, altars build up, if you're burning candles, this candles for peace, this can these are demonic things. Opening up your third eye, Ooh, doing a uh, numerology, um, deep breathing exercises. That, these mm-hmm. are demonic practices. If you're doing um, a, for you know for example, there's something that really blew my mind. Do you know how? It just blows my mind how open stuff is. For example, Summer Walker posted a demonic satanic altar out and had candles and salt baths and all these different things sitting out and was talking just just normal and people were making it normal. Witchcraft is not of God. If you're doing anything related to witchcraft, casting spells, white magic, candle magic, black magic, voodoo, hoodoo, um, any other thing, juju, all these things are demonic Ouija boards. These are things, anything that's channeling you to be able to talk to any type of source of their spirit guides, mediums. These things are communicating with the dead. These are demonic. God does not agree with them. Anything dealing with Wiccan, those things that are dealing with worshiping the five elements or the however many elements are, um, things that are dealing with... Um, Anything dealing with anything dealing with occultic stuff. And uh, the last thing I want to talk about is one of my most hated things that I hate the most, Christina, and that is the zodiac stuff and this astrology stuff. I hate it with a passion. Yeah. And here's why. First off, majority of people don't understand where it comes from. Yeah. It comes from Babylon. Mm. And do you know where Babylon comes from? Mm. Let's go back to the Tower of Babel. Come on. We're in Genesis, I believe, 50. No, not Genesis 50, but somewhere in Genesis. I don't have time to go there. But the Tower of Babel, I want you to go Google it. I want you to look it up. There was people that would, there was an evil man who said, who came together and they had these people. And they were all people of one speech. And they were all of one mentality. And they began to build up and said, we were going to make, we are going to build a tower up to heaven. And it was not to be able to get to God, but it was to get information, get access to mm-hmm. a realm that God never intended for them to have. Mm-hmm. How did they get that information? Mm-hmm. From demons. Yeah. So they were able to use astrology and talk to stars and get communication from, that's where astrology began. You, this is all out on Google. Now you're telling me that you want to go and be able to talk, especially, my God, people who are believers, those who are Christians, you have Pisces, Aries, Sagittarius, Cancer, uh, Leo in your bio, and you are following a disciple of Christ, and you read your horoscopes more than you read your Bible? There's something going on. There's an issue. There's something going on. There's something that is not right. Because the horoscope, there's a difference for, okay, for those who want to talk about it, there's a difference between Zodiac, there's a difference between astrology, and there's a difference between astronomy. Astronomy is not bad. It's a study of the stars, study of space. That's cool. It's yeah. good. To, I love I love looking at space. It's no, cool. Yeah, it's cool. But, however, now when you get into astrology where you begin to read signs from the stars that Holy Spirit is not giving you information from. The Lord is not giving you information from. And you're getting and you're defining yourself by these astrological projections or uh, um, these charts and things of your moon, your rising sun, your setting of the same and all these other stuff. Yeah. These are demonic things that, and why, oh, well, if it wasn't true, then why does it seem so relevant? First off, do you understand that this is our demonic spirits who have been here from the, from the jump? 
Yeah. When Earth was created. So they've been around. They know people who've been born in your time frame. They've been watching and studying people for generations. And mm. guess what? Satan is able to be able to influence you and be able to have, because he has control over mankind because sin entered the world. So, yes, he can influence you. People who would say, well, why? Like, for example, I think Taurus is supposed to, they supposed to be prideful people or stubborn. stubborn. Why do you, why? That's not cute. It's not. The Bible says stubborn is idolatry. Mm. Stubbornness is idolatry. Come on. Yeah. And rebellion is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. So we have to, for my fellow believers in Christ, we have to get out of this place of where we're mixing stuff. You can't be hot and you can't be lukewarm. You got to be hot or cold. You got to be in or you out. There's no in between. There's no mixing. There's no mixing. Yeah. You have to be able to understand that God is not wanting us to be deceived anymore. If you are, if you got that astrology stuff in your bio, take it out. Take it out. Why do you need that? Why do you have a astrology a, 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 a Scorpio and then you got a scripture right beside him? Hmm? And that's double mindedness. The Bible says the double minded man is unstable in all their ways. Yeah. So you wonder why you can't be ever get consistent in your relationship because with God is because you are your heart is in two different places. Right. Listen to me. Zodiac astrology, whatever you want to call it, is witchcraft. Period. Numerology, witchcraft, anything deep. You got to be careful with these personality tests too because it's low-key witchcraft. Anything that you're allowing to label you and you're functioning your life out of, I know Myers-Briggs got the the extroverts, introverts, matroverts, ledgeverts, whoever. Anything that you are allowing stuff to define you outside of Christ. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't have some of the characteristics of those things. But the thing about it is, is if you are allowing those things to label you and you're living from that identity that is not Christ, that is a problem. Yeah. It's deception. But listen, I love you. Do you love him? Yeah, absolutely. That's and why we're telling you this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and I know I got really passionate, but I hate how Satan is deceiving people. To thinking that just because it's relevant, just because it's relatable, yeah, just because it seems right, feels good, feels good. That's why you got in all these situationships and stuff that you're in right now, or you broken from, or these relationships that you're in because it felt good. Well, God knows my heart. Yes, He knows your heart. Come on, tell the scripture. Go ahead. You know, just, just Which your, one, uh, about the heart being wicked. Oh, uh, the heart is deceitful above all things. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. So people are always talking about, well, the Lord knows my heart. Absolutely, yeah. he does. That's why he wants you to get yeah, no transformed. <laughs> right. So, and out of the heart uh, flows the issues of life. Thank all you. All of that. All yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Listen, the whole goal is, the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I don't want to see you continuously walking in stuff that is not truth. God desires for you to be free. Who the Son says free is truly free indeed. Listen. You've been listening to the Clippers podcast. Listen, I done got all mixed up. I can't even. That's all right. You were just I'm preaching. all worked up because I have so much. Speak in tongues. Right? I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I got so much to share. Uh, but you've been listening to the Clear Perspective podcast. My name is Gil Finley. I'm your host. I've had an amazing conversation. I kind of. Oh, you good? What? You well, good, bro? Yeah. 
It's fun. I have it, fun. It, I, I had an amazing conversation with my dear sister, Christina. Yes. Um, please make sure you go check out her podcast, The Everyday Believer. Um, and you also got a YouTube page. I do. I'm, I'm building that up. So it's just, you can search me, Christina Fisher. I think my URL name is It's Christina. Mm-hmm. My name is spelled funny, K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A. Okay, tell us where you can follow you on uh, Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is underscore Christina, K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A-A-A. So there's three A's at the end of it. And then Facebook, Christina Fisher. Okay, cool. Yep. So, um... If you want to follow me on social media, my name is Gil Finley under there on there on social media platforms such as Instagram and Twitter is Gil G I L L underscore Finley um, on both Instagram and Twitter and Gil Finley the third on Facebook. Please follow the Facebook page and the Instagram page for the podcast. On Instagram is at TCPP twenty twenty at TCPP. 2020, the Clear Perspective podcast on Facebook. Hey, listen, if there's anything that stuck out to you, screenshot this, screen record this, tag myself and Christina on Instagram or Facebook. We want to know that this information was helpful to you. If you know someone who could be able to benefit from this, share this. If you didn't like this, share it anyway <laughs> and have a discussion of why yeah. you think you thought it was wrong. I'm we Listen, I know me and I know her. We are not afraid of confrontation when it comes to truth. Mm-mm. Because the truth is the truth. Right. And Jesus is the truth. Come period. On. Point blank. So, listen, we love you. Um, I'm just, I don't even know how to end this. Yeah, Just no. pray us out. All right. <laughs> uh, Lord, I just thank you so much, God, just for this time of just speaking your truth, Father. We thank you for your word, God, that it divides the soul and the spirit, God. We thank you for your standards and your guidance, Lord, that we don't rely on our own feelings our own heart in the situation, God. So, Father, those that were listening, I just pray that their hearts be open, God, that that you sow, that you sowed into their hearts by listening, God, and that they will desire your truth, your truth above anybody else's, God, yours. So, Father, I pray for those who listen, God, and just continue to bless them and talk to them and show them who you are, Lord. So we bless you and we love you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen, again, you've been listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. My name is Gil Finley. I've been your host. I'm so excited for what God is going to do into your in your life and through your life. Remember, who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. This is your John 832 experience that you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Listen, stay encouraged. God loves you. Be blessed. Be prosperous. Remember, you're a game changer. Peace.